0: <laughs> pound of cookies see look i have cookies see look i have cookies see look i have cookies pound of cookies
1: pound of cookies pound of cookies pound of cookies, pound cookies. Pound cookies. Pound cookies.
0: Who's hard? I'm hard. Oh, we're are lying. you hard?
1: Um, I'm I'm quasi
0: erection.
1: I'm not too bad. I guess this is our secret stash episode. I like to call. I'll show you a secret stash later. Whoa, daddy! I just want to put over that haircut. Yeah, I know you weren't a fan of it at first. Cause I'm, you're just like me. My hair gets cut, and I'm like pissed. For I'm two not. Days. I'm not
0: thrilled. Still, like I, it's good. The haircut itself is good. I love the haircut idea. The execution, I do not like because it means I do not have any more hair.
1: Yeah, and then you can't hide your...
0: You can't hide your fucking red eyes from fucking smoking all the dope. And I still use too much shampoo because I'm used to shampooing a lot of hair and like it yeah, pisses but me off.
1: good condition of shampoo is good if you're bald for all I give a shit. It just feels good.
0: Yeah, but I like, I, I like it. And, like, and it's nice that my hair is not tangled and I don't have to brush it. Like I just go... Like not it. today. It's cool. Well, like,
1: and it kind of complements the sideburns
0: my sides I wish I could hit. that's why I want a new job I want sideburns all the way down to my fucking nipples I just want to no, grow them no, all Lord, the way fuck, down please don't do that that
1: <laughs> I might not talk to you I might talk to myself more yeah. you just stay in the house all day looking in the mirror yeah, talking to damn nipples no one else good. Fucking talk. I like to talk to myself I like to me. talk to myself well bad news Rod's still dead Rod well no he, he was alive for like 10 minutes
0: oh dead again then dead again full of Christ
1: rose from the dead and died again rose from the dead and then drank a mangarita and now he's gone again yup don't dress like a zebra and run across the highway and get shot it happened it did still a true
0: fact google it look up zebra drunk highway sniper machete Brandon (laughs) Mesmer, Rod Munch
1: which one's his real name
0: though Rod Mesmer, Munch Brandon
1: Okay, all right. Maybe I can just appear for a couple of hours and go play in a creek.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go play in
1: a creek. I like creeks. Dude, I used to play in the fucking creeks all the time. So did I. Like, back in the church. That
0: was park. what you do as a kid is you play in fucking filthy like, water.
1: During the day, like, I we didn't have technology when I was a teenager. I mean, there was technology, but it's not like I had a cell phone.
0: Yeah, like, very few kids our age had a cell phone. I would
1: usually, on a Saturday, Let's. this is when I was in high school, if not right before high school. On a Saturday... I'd pull out the old disgusting fucking mattress out of the shed. I'd get a ladder, and I would just flip off the ladder all day onto a mattress for hours. And we just, <laughs> I'd, I'd just jump around. That was
0: that was your training as a kid. Yeah, that fucking, was my that what was the fuck my, is wrestling school. My
1: professional wrestling training was done on a mattress. What the fuck Chinsler is Farms. school? No, we're gonna jump off shit.
0: Seven sixty six Cambridge Lane. Oh, you need to fucking come up with a
1: finisher called the Cambridge Lane. I should. <laughs> that place is abandoned now, I think. 766? 766, Cambridge Land, where, okay. where the mom used to live, the old... Yep. Yeah, I think she's in a home now. I don't really, I don't talk to her, I don't know.
0: I wouldn't, sorry, she's in a home. She's looking good. Ooh, daddy, that she... That's one hot, fine piece of ass, a little moldy, but it's fine. A little moldy,
1: well, you know, once in a while. But yeah, yeah, I used to, for hours, and then Saturday night, I would just pop in a V... Like, I'd watch wrestling, I had a cable, and then I'd just pop in VHS tapes, of what I've taped before, him. I'd watch wrestling for hours.
0: You still watch wrestling for hours. I see you posting all the time, like, HBK versus fucking, I don't know, Bret Hart or something. Well, if you ever
1: realize now, a lot of time HBK matches are just on a loop in my living room. Oh, yeah. If it's I come over, shit. HBK is on. Well, he's only the greatest of all time, in my opinion. He's
0: a, so. he's pretty fucking fantastic. Like, I'm not, I, I know this. Like, if you don't know who fucking Shawn Michaels is, you're dumb as fuck.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll give you that. I'm not going to argue that. But anyways, yeah, it's a little trip down memory lane. I like to call 766 Cambridge Lane.
0: Yeah, the memory Cambridge Lane. Yeah, daddy. But uh, so I'm starting a new podcast spinoff. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm announcing it right now. It's going to be more interview-based one-on-one. I'm trying to come up with a name. So if any listeners have any idea for Bobby Thunder's new side podcast, let me know. Right now I'm thinking... Thunderdome, Thunder Down Under, Thunder Rolls, you know, a little fucking Garth Brooks reference. Yes. But that's what I got so far. If you got anything, my first guest that I've already lined up is uh, the greatest fucking indie wrestling referee you'll ever meet in your life, the king of the dead about himself, Sean Orleans.
1: Sean Lee's is not only a good referee, he's all around just good at what he, he's doing. He's a fantastic
0: right. wrestler. He's a good he, dude. He, he, I like Sean. Yeah, he
1: that dude like I I'll talk about him all day. He's one of my best friends and like oddly enough, right? Fuck you, Sean. No, I'm just kidding. Like. But... <laughs> I talk to him every day. I, I see him a lot too. He got a beautiful dog. His name's Doc. Yeah, beautiful. We'll, we'll discuss
0: dogs on our first. Episode. He loves animals. He's a big. Animal. Oh, he loves fucking Heisenberg. He was so excited when he came over here for fucking New Year's wedding. I know, right? He was like, "I'm just gonna spend the day with the dog." And I'm like, "Okay, so that's what you're gonna do, he's buddy." A really good
1: dude, he's he, that dude. Works his balls off. He works really hard. Like, yeah, he's
0: like, he's the nicest guy you'll meet. I've never seen him not be nice and friendly.
1: Oh, I've seen him be mean, not towards me, because well, I was cause, crying. I was like, please don't yell at me. Yeah, you know. We don't want to cry. No, I only cry when I think about how shallow and pedantic
0: my life is. <laughs> Very shallow and pedantic. But I like that as a ref, he's not just stone faced, boring. Like Dude. there's a big chop. He's like he's wincing with he it. Like he sells it. He, he, he does.
1: Yeah, he's so good. That's that, he's a good ref. He's turned into a really good ref, and he's getting so much better in the ring. Yeah, you can talk. Fuck, let's just devote this whole podcast to Sean right. He's not like, even on the podcast.
0: Who did he wrestle at the last PWCS? That was a good match. Christian Rose. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, really That wrestling. was solid. The, the, uh, him and Elgin was solid.
1: Well, anything Elgin does. Those, those fucking he'll tights here.
0: <laughs> those tights Sean was
1: wearing were amazing, though, at PWCS. Oh, no, yeah. He was like, what do you think of these? I was like, yeah. I think he's getting more gear made. Same guy that does my gear. I just sent him all that info.
0: He just needs to get fucking awesome fucking fleur-de-lis like you know the New Orleans logo basically I think it's what he's doing I'd be awesome like right like those
1: tights just like everywhere yeah I think he needs to be sponsored by Fully Gimmicks. Fully
0: Gimmicked I maybe agree maybe
1: I talk to them maybe
0: he's, he's got shirts out now does yeah I got one yeah, I, got I don't the, I, I got don't the deadbot shirt like that's my gym shirt now you would
1: think that I would have one of his shirts yeah. I did get a sweet can after dark shirt but I thought of that fucking gimmick so yeah i mean i didn't
0: see him last night after the show so i didn't get mine i was there.
1: oh yeah he was there
0: yeah you got fucking slammed by foster Fucking white virgil was there (laughs) that's what i call him (laughs) yeah oh it was fantastic like but yeah so i got so i got the dad bod shirt i got a fucking bark bark gator tit shirt because because it's
1: fucking party crashes it's it's cool party
0: crashes like yeah they put on a hell
1: of a fucking tag team match they didn't have a tag last night.
0: You Not last like night, but they did at PWCS.
1: Yeah, them against uh, Chicago guys. Uh, yeah, Beauty and the Beast, yeah. some shit like that. Whatever it is, something yeah. they
0: were they were stellar. That's all. It I was know.
1: good. It was a good match. I was happy to watch I, it.
0: I would I would like to watch Roscoe Elisa against the besties. That'd be a good match. Yeah,
1: I'm sure it'll happen here eventually. Like, I hope to be so. Honest. Fitch and Vega are on fire right now. Those guys,
0: like, for real, they took over that show. They can
1: take over any show they're on. They're good, man. It was solid. I will go to bat for them and talk to them blue in the face. The fact that those guys aren't full time contracted and traveling the country is beyond me. And it's not because Vega don't get out there enough. The motherfucker travels as much as me. God damn, that dude's good. Fitch, it's the same. Fitch just takes stuff he wants to do and then doesn't worry about it. But he's phenomenal, too. I wish people would just, oh, by the way here's a contract here's a flight yeah and I know it doesn't work like that but fuck man it like, should eventually something's got to give
0: like how you can't see those guys wrestling not be like oh my god that was you can't walk out and thinking they were the best match
1: they're they're if yeah exactly if they're not usually in the best match of the night it's either them or who else has been killing it lately oh man I'm trying to think like' j guy like, all right Nah, I'm not
0: gonna sit here and put myself over. It's stupid. <laughs> That's why I'm doing it.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh Who else? You know what? I'm really digging what Evans doing. I know, obviously, the Buddy Shepard thing's over, but like he's doing other things, other places now. That, yeah. Uh, he, it'd be really cool how that goes. He knows what like forever. Like he got oh, just whatever. He's so good too. He just you don't get seen enough. Yeah Parnell's doing really good too Oh yeah The whole war horse thing going over real well He had a really good match On Saturday In Swansea Against yeah. uh, Cole Roderick That was a good match I Yeah
0: I, I, I do enjoy Parnell He's fucking He's, he's getting stellar. good But yeah Like uh, Majority China. of
1: the guys That travel with me Or like train with Elgin Are getting really good Yeah They just need to get out there more Connor. Connor's yeah. another example. Yeah,
0: he was he, in the, uh, what was that, Chicago Young Lions tournament?
1: Yeah, I haven't even watched it I
0: saw like I was at work and I just fucking opened it up because it was streaming on wrestling day. And it happened to be it, on, and his, it was right match. on his match. I was like, I guess I'm going to fucking take a 25 minute smoke break real quick. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, light another cigarette. You done? Nah, smoking. I'm busy.
1: Yeah, Connor's really good. I like Connor a lot. I yeah. think Connor's biggest problem is is just, once he gets over that, like, mental hurdle, like, he. Sky's the limit. Just like with Sean, Sean's almost past that now. Sean knows what he does well, and he plays it well, and he knows his part on the show. It's awesome. Anyways, enough putting over people that I hang out with and my friends because you know apparently they kiss my ass, suck at Saint Louis scene. Oh uh, <laughs> well, no- man, that just makes me happy for the future panel we're working on. I'm I'm stoked about that. Like we'll,
0: we'll arrange that. We'll have it somewhere. Maybe we can do it in fucking Evans' nerd cave.
1: Yeah. Because, I mean, it's not even a thing where I want to sit there and shit on everything. I just want to talk at the St. Louis wrestling scene. Yeah. I'd love to get my buddy Dingo down. I saw him on Friday. Yeah, I saw
0: you post that. Like, I just... my What I want to know is I see Sean posting all the time about hashtag shitfeds. And I really want to dig into that.
1: Oh, I can tell you all day about that. I won't spoil it now. Uh, yeah, I, I want to hear
0: it from him because he uh, just seems
1: heated about it. Uh, he's just very passionate about what he does. And like, you should be. Exactly. like To me this is it's a job does it pay all my bills no do I have another job to help pay bills absolutely because I'm not a fucking idiot and I don't go oh indie wrestling's gonna pay my bills forever and I'm gonna live off the land well guess what I don't live with my parents I have a wife I have bills I have car insurance three kids I have you know I have three cats Spoiler alert. Three cats. You know Spoiler alert. There's
0: a reason it's fucking day. By
1: by all means, if you have money and you can do that, cool. Congratulations. But, like, I can't take every shit nickel and dime booking because I just want to wrestle. I'm not like that anymore. I'm right. 13, 14 years into this. Yeah. Now, when I was brand new, damn right I did it. Womb of a hat. I would... Drop whatever I had to go yeah, wrestle.
0: You would do it for free for the experience and getting your name out there. Yeah, And
1: I mean, the guys that do that at first, that that realize you're not going to make money, if anything, in the first couple of years, if not longer, they get it. And eventually, they'll make something. It's just, if don't expect good. a good fucking payday when you're like, oh, I've only been wrestling six matches. Okay, well, they're just going to give you a fucking spot on the card because they're being nice and you rode somebody. Don't expect this big payday. They don't know who you are. Are you? Is your name going to be put on this poster? Is it going to go, oh, man, so-and-so is on the show. Uh, you know, It's not going to put asses in the seats. And
0: that's with ex- my experience as local music, that's exactly the same. Oh, you've played three shows. You want to fucking be the headliner and make money? It's not going to happen. You're going to bring your four friends that have come to your other shows until
1: they get tired of it. Yep. And like, then they they quit, you know, being nice and like, oh, well, we, don't, we went to your last three. We're fine. Right. right.
0: And, like, that's, that's, you got to start drawing people that don't know you personally. Exactly. That's when you need to. That's how that you start making thing. it.
1: That, that, that can be part of the rant. My rant is, like, I don't wrestle in front of friends and family hardly ever. Right. I Like, I have friends in St. Louis now that, like, do you wrestle and don't wrestle? Do they come to the shows? Yes. Correct. Yeah. But I don't wrestle. Other than that, what is it, four or five of them? Yeah. Other than that, my friends are in wrestling. Yep. Or I wrestle in front of strangers all the time. Like that's the thing. You have to
0: I see posts all the time with fucking hashtag Gary J movement that are not in St. Louis. They're all over the country with people he doesn't know, but he's you're on you're fucking on the poster like one of the main events, if not the main.
1: Exactly. That's the point. Like you have to create buzz. The internet right now is is wrestling. Yeah. You can watch wrestling on your phone twenty four hours a day. Like, that's the thing. Social media is so important. And if you're smart know what you're doing with social media... Sell your brand. Exactly. You're your own marketer. I mean, that's the way it is.
0: And people, like, in any genre, athletics, athletics, music, fucking art, if you're an artist, poet, writer, whatever, you need to sell yourself. Other people aren't going to do it. They'll look to make a dollar off you. That's all they care about.
1: And, like, that's the thing. If if so-and-so puts you on a flyer, is that going to really be like, oh, this is going to draw X amount of of tickets to sell because you charge this much probably not no like the philosophy of st louis anarchy when it was around was okay we used a lot of like top like international talent yes yes we paid them well yes they came and worked really hard and like everybody's like well they're not going to draw okay we know that we understand that you know let's say who's a guy chris hero phenomenal wrestler. Probably one of the best right now. He, NXT catches on him. He's contracted again. Is he going to draw the fucking the tickets to pay him completely? No, he's not. But you're going to get him in there with a guy that is is you know pretty good and can be as good as him. JoJo Bravo, because this is the thing that happened. Put JoJo Bravo and Chris Hero in a match. It just it elevates JoJo Bravo's stock. Right. So then when people come back, Joey's there all the time. Hero's not there all the time, he's special attraction. Right. So then people will come back to see Joey because he just fucking destroyed it. And yeah, you see the name, you're like, That guy was fucking solid. That guy's awesome, exactly. And then like a big thing with wrestling now is streaming online and, you know, D V D. sales. That's why a lot of indie names are on like so many shows that are popular, because you can sell like, oh, Pentagon Junior's on the show against David Richards. Oh, there we go. Well, X fans gonna go well, I'm gonna buy that As soon as it's online Because you know Yeah Fans yeah. like Super Dream matches You wanna see that match I just really wish In, in like bar, The broad spectrum of things Like top indie places Like all over the country Would book Guys Like homegrown guys Like that are really good Against these national level right. talents To elevate them Like Like, you know, like you know, Anarchy like. was perfect with that You know Matt did a great job with that And continues to do A great job of what he's doing Now with NWL Like right? he brought in Cause uh
0: Fucking Circus Maximus when you had Martin Stone that was anarchy right?
1: Yeah, that was that was Double Shot Weekend. Yeah,
0: yeah, and like you had you brought him in, you had people that were fucking homegrown talents against him. Yeah, that was to about, like to sell everybody, improve everybody's stock.
1: Exactly, that's the whole point of that, right? But like I see so many times now where all you see in the main events in pretty much the, the last half of the cards at a lot of these places, and yes, it sells DVDs. And I understand like fans love these. International dream matches, but it's like top indie name versus top indie name. Right. That's cool. The matches are great. In like, I'm not shitting. on them, they're phenomenal. But but then they won't be there the next show. So what's bringing in? What, what does that help for? Like a JoJo Bravo. Like why not put him with one of these guys? You know, it's just one of those things. it's Just my opinion. Like because I love watching guys that are terrific against guys that are terrific. Right. But why we, not put a guy that's great? Like been all over the country, all over the world getting there with a local guy that has the potential to bring that potential out of him so he could possibly get to that level. Right. It's, it's basically, it's like,
0: it'd be like bringing a kid from the minor leagues to the show the fucking, like in baseball to see what he's got. Like Exactly. You're not going to elevate his talent if he's not going against people more talented. Like It's just how it is.
1: Like I say a thousand billion times over, through my own experience in my career, I didn't get better until I started working with people that are vastly better than me or at my level. Right, and you know, you. I've been. I, I was stuck in a rut for a while where I was never working with anybody that was better than me. Yes, I'm putting myself over, but it's <laughs> the way it is. But like, the more I travel and the bigger places I go, I'm finally getting the opportunities to work people that are as good as me, if not better, and that just brings good out for everybody because it, it makes my stock on the. Indie level rise. And right. And it just gives a good match overall and a good performance. And I get brought back. It's, right. and it's that's, all how the business works
0: now. That's what you want. Speaking of fucking high stock people on the rise. I noticed that uh, Ricochet was down in Orlando. Did you get to meet him?
1: Oh, yeah. I've known him for a while. I've wrestled Ricochet. Have you? Yeah. I would love to see that fucking match. Uh, you, uh, yeah, because yeah, you, you finally saw some of his stuff on Underground. Lucha right? Underground. Lucha, that was yeah. like a fucking... Puma, that, dude, he's... Like
0: everybody on that show is solid, but fucking Puma and... Fucking Johnny Mundo was Johnny, Mundo. Was Johnny Nitro Yeah, yeah they are
1: Fucking solid man Like Yeah that match is Insane Like that's
0: always been My favorite sort of wrestling Is the fucking Lucha High flying Watch uh, Did you ever look
1: up The Young Bucks No Look up the Young Bucks In Ricochet Just look up New Japan Stuff from the, like When Sean comes on The pot he'll put New Japan over to The sky He loves New Japan <laughs> But uh Good. New Japan is basically WWE over in Japan. It's like the biggest promotion. Yeah, I've heard, I've
0: heard several people Man. like about it. Patrick Brandmeier is always fucking sharing New Japan shit. They got
1: some good stuff. Like they have really good stuff. Uh, yeah, Rick Shea's phenomenal. Yeah, I wrestled him. I think Gary the Barnell wrestled him. Jesus. Yeah, it was early. That's amazing. Before he blew up, like he was he was always good. But like before he started going crazy, like he's probably one of the best flyers in the country like i, like, I wouldn't doubt but it. like he's good because he can do everything like not only can he do flips or a flippy guy as people say but he can he can do everything so he can do technical there. shit he uh him and uh mikey mcfinnigan from uh roscoe's lisa they train together did they yeah because oh, that uh I that. from paducah like right there at the border of uh fucking superman town what is it metropolis metropolis and like, they're right there on the borders of each other so yeah, yeah. they train together that's cool So yeah, Mike has been doing it a while too But yeah, Ricochet is awesome He's I'm surprised he's not signed But I He probably makes more money now Just, you know Being on the indies And doing Japanese tours Right
0: Well, doing the indies You can pick what you want to do Especially when you've got that statue statue, Yeah, when when you're pretty
1: much the top dog Yeah, absolutely You you pick what you want By all means If I ever get to that level I'll be doing the same That'd be fantastic I'll be your fucking chauffeur (laughs) Nah, shit I'll make someone else drive me preferably an orange M&M. <laughs> I need an orange M&M to pick me up from the airport. Please, thank you. Bob Gary's got
0: weird demands. Yep.
1: Yeah, is awesome. You should, you need to check out Ricochet, and Pentagon was on that show you watched too, right? He's really good too. Yeah. And then like, if you're going to watch any indie guys, because you, you know you're you know local indie guys, if you're going to watch any national level, watch like Ricochet, uh, Sam Callahan. that's one of my personal favorites. He's super intense super hard okay. striker like just entertaining Ricochet just watch them wrestle Ricochet there's probably a billion matches of them online <laughs> right. they're really good in the Young Bucks you, you'll watch the Young Bucks and be like holy shit
0: okay
1: they're almost like I don't know you can't really compare them to the Hardy Boys they actually, they wrestled the Hardy Boys this Saturday night before Wrestlemania in a TLC match at uh, Ring of Honor nice and then they won the tag belts from Matt and Jeff which was there was a reason for that well yeah and So they, spoiler they show up at Wrestlemania They'd signed their contracts a while ago. I just didn't know when they were going to show up.
0: Right, like I, because of all the wrestling fucking friends I have on Facebook now, I saw all sorts of posts of there. There's they might come back at WrestleMania. They'll be back the Raw after WrestleMania. I was like, so they'll be back, and I'm excited. Yeah, but to hear that they came back. Speaking of WrestleMania, one thing we did not discuss last episode: the Dead Man.
1: No oh, man, Taker. Ah, uh. he's it's done. Right? Like, he left his gear in the ring. Dude, it was awesome. Like I said, I know you don't follow the television, but Taker's been around forever. He's well, yeah. like the dude. Uh, he's probably my favorite for some reason. <laughs> Either or. But, uh, because
0: he's fucking great. He's been doing it since we were kids. Like,
1: Yeah, a lot of nostalgia there. with him, I guess. Yeah,
0: like he was the only person from when we were kids that were still
1: around consistently. Well, consistently for a while, but really just WrestleMania season now. But, really? uh, yeah, it was awesome. And, like, the way the match went was, like, I like the match. A lot of people were like, "Uh, It's like, what do you expect? He's, like, almost 52, 53. Right.
0: Dude's been tearing up his body for years. He
1: actually postponed his double hip surgery so he could just do this last match. So, if that tells you any indication, it's not like the dude could... You know, he's physically not able. Right. But he did it anyways. Why? Probably because of the love of it. And to, you know, kind of be like goodbye. Which was awesome the way yeah. they did it. When you watch it, you you already read the spoiler and seen it. But, like, you'll watch it be like, man, that's awesome. Because if you watch Flair Michaels, it's a very similar story. You know, Flair retires. Right. Then you watch Taker Michaels. Taker retires Michaels. Similar story. And then you watch the what they did with Roman and Taker. It's like, same story. It's awesome. And then the fact that, like, he, uh... And my th- my vision of it it's like the story they were telling is just like he, he just couldn't do it anymore and like Roman had to kind of put him out of his misery that's that's the story of right. all three of those matches that if, like if you watch them all in consistency you'll be like oh it's almost the same story yeah
0: someone's taking over the yard basically yeah it,
1: it's kind of the way it is but uh the way he left with just like it was awesome because like he put the gear he put the shit back on halfway gets out of the ring and then gets in the middle of the ring takes the hat off blah 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 it's like he just went from the Undertaker. Like he he left the Undertaker on the ring and left his mark. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. And then the ramp lowered him down like Terminator. Like he had the hand up. It was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, it was so cool. I was fucking I knew it was his last match because Jim Ross came back and, and announced it. Yeah. And he I'd always heard that if Jim Ross is calling an Undertaker match, it's That's, gonna be his last So I was like I was at Epic's house and Epic. Brittany were on the couch. I as soon as I heard Jr's music before the main. Spoiler: yeah. to the main, and i like, I was like, wait, Tiger Roman's the main. I was like, oh fuck, I started pacing and just pounding cookies cause like <laughs> Pound I'm going back cookies. and forth, and like I yeah, I was like, oh fuck, yeah, I enjoyed it, man. Like WrestleMania is always a good experience.
0: Oh yeah, like like you said, it's fucking Super Bowl of wrestling,
1: pretty much. And, uh, next year is going to be fucking awesome because it's New Orleans. So I plan on. If anybody's going with, start playing accordingly now. Cause like, probably, yeah.
0: like I said, L seven and I are in. I just need to fucking make take off work. I'll save for it. Like that would be awesome. Uh,
1: either we'll either drive down in groups, or we'll just try to get flights early, early. They'll be cheap. We'll just rent a fucking van. Yeah, I've done that before. Yeah, I'd like to actually go to WrestleMania. So if we, like I said, tickets for WrestleMania go on sale in November, December ish. So. I'd be down to go. Like I would. Even if you're not wrestling, like even if you're just a nor like kind of a casual fan, it's just so fun.
0: Exactly, like just the atmosphere. Like I went as a kid, and like it was like fuck. Like to put it into perspective, it was Jake the Snake days.
1: No, oh, those were good days. Too, I was though. a
0: kid, and like I just the fucking. Jake's down on the mat, and then I'm like, me and a bunch of other little kids start chanting Jake the snake. Yeah. And like, the whole crowd starts doing it, and he gets up, and fucking, I was, there was like, the feeling of that is indescribable. You're like, I did that, even though you didn't.
1: But as a kid, you're like, I did that. Well, shit, I still get caught in wrestling stories. Like, a yeah. good match is a good story, man. It's, yeah. Uh, wrestling is kind of whatever you make it. It's a, it's a story. It is. I love it. It's magic when it's done right. When it's not, it's terrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is booty. It makes me want to poop. <laughs> well, this was a very educational episode of Rants Do. It's probably our most educational episode. I know.
1: We just ranted about. We were talking about this on another podcast, and I just started talking about wrestling. Yeah.
0: Well, with that said, we are getting evicted right this second. Goodbye, because the rent was due. Bye.